Hey guys, it's Mom Tourage, the podcast about being a mom that thinks that most mom stuff is super boring. So we created our own posse. I'm Ashley. And I'm Carrie. And we are ready to walk you down the red carpet of motherhood. Hi, everybody. Hey there. What a time to be alive. <laughs> True story, Ashley and I have tried to record this episode like three times. This is our third time, so... It's a charm, evidently. Fingers crossed. The coronavirus has attacked our computers, our minds. Listen, supposedly Mercury in retrograde is over, which affects, famously affects electronics, but I call bullshit. I think that that bitch is still around and still fucking with it. I think so. Oh, my goodness. Anyway, guys, we have maybe not a great show for you today. (laughs) We have an informative show for you today, and we're going to make it great. We have half serious information, half good times talking about television. Exactly. Which, oh, my God. Thank God for television in this time. You know, television is my like sanctuary all the time anyway. So definitely thank God. Do you know how many face masks I'm going to do during this quarantine? Oh my God, so many. I already took a bath today. Anyway, so um, firstly, we've been doing a lot of reading on coronavirus and we are breaking down the new rules of parenting so that we can all be safe, keep our kids safe, keep our loved ones safe. And then we're going to have a little fun with Hot Goss Corona Edition. And we're not talking about spring break down in Mexico. No. We're talking about the virus. Yes, yes. Yeah. We are sharing our hashtag swag bag picks, but first... The tits and and the the shits. shits. We live in New York. Yeah. In case you guys have not been listening. Yeah, in case that wasn't clear. And... Some social distancing is happening here in New York, or trying to happen, or should be happening. Well, we are participating in social distancing. Can't speak for the rest of New Yorkers. So in case you hear some change of quality, I'm an avid podcast listener, and I always notice sound quality stuff because I'm a nerd like that. So one of our biggest things that's important to us is giving you good quality audio for the show High Production Value. If you notice that is faltering a bit, it's because now we're for the time being, recording remotely. Because we're socially distanced. Right, which you know it's bad when we're socially distanced because I basically want to lick Ashley's face all the time. So if you hear the quality slightly different, just bear with us. What we are also equally dedicated to is bringing you content on the daily and keeping up with that. So if the quality changes a little bit, let's just ride out this quarantine and we'll be back recording together as soon as we can. And we also want to say we we have a lot more time right now. So we know that during this time you are going to be home a lot. You're going to be home with your children a lot. And we all need some entertainment. We all need to feel understood. And I also think we need a little lightness in all of yeah. this scariness. It can be lonely. Yeah, it can be lonely and it's very scary and anxious and there's just a lot of feelings happening, especially on my part. So we are toying with the idea of possibly doing some mini episodes throughout the week, bringing you some more content, but we also want to know what you want to hear. This is, I hate to say this, it's kind of a great time for us to really be able to work on things because people are home. There's not a lot of production happening in the world. We are still able to work on our show and we're trying to build something that everyone wants to listen to or a lot of people want to listen to. So any suggestions you have, anything you want to hear from us, anything that would help you get through your self-quarantine, hit us up, momtouragepod at gmail.com, at momtouragepodcast on Instagram. Uh, We're here for you. So let's do the tits and the shits. Do you want to go first? Sure. 
Okay. Um, so my tits are a couple weeks ago. I went to a really amazing wedding in a small town called Jacksonville, Texas, about two hours outside of Dallas. One of those real, real cute little intimate small weddings where there were like 20 people and people came in jeans and polo shirts. I wore cowboy boots. It was at a little Baptist chapel. And then the after party was held at a former jail, which has been turned into this really, really great barbecue restaurant. That's Um, like two of my favorite things, jail and barbecue. Do you love jail? (laughs) No. (laughs) I like Um, that the jail is probably haunted. That's what I like. Oh, for sure. For sure. But it was my uncle and my new aunt's wedding. And it just was like really nice. Sebastian and Matt did not end up coming. Because Seba was sick, right? Yeah, I'm going to lead. I guess this will lead into my shits. My shits, other than the world being scary and me being terrified, my shits are that a couple of weeks ago before coronavirus really set in, Sebastian woke up in the middle of the night and had this horrible cough. And he never wakes up in the middle of the night, but a horrible, horrible, horrible cough. And it sounded like a barking dog. And when we picked him up, it just like got worse and worse. And it was almost like he couldn't catch his breath. We were panicking. We called the ambulance. They came over. And by the time they got there, he was still wheezing, but could definitely breathe. He was conscious. And of course, with all of this going around, I was really scared that it was coronavirus. It ended up being croup. Holy shit, croup is terrifying. That was the scariest moment of my life. But because it affects the lungs, I really didn't want him to get on a plane. And at this time, we didn't really know that kids were pretty okay. I mean, thank God you didn't. Yeah, I'm really glad I didn't take that risk. And I was really stressing out about whether I should bring him or not. And I'm just really happy with the decision I made. But it was nice to be without the baby for the weekend and kind of like enjoy the wedding a little bit and not worry about like taking care of him, you know? Listen, I've been sick at home as you know. And so Lee's in Cleveland with his parents because his dad has to have surgery. And we dropped Luna off at my mom's because I wasn't feeling good and I wanted to get her out of the city. Yeah, Beckett and I, it's like olden times. I mean, I wish I felt better so I, I could, know. you know, drink drink some wine and watch some crap TV. But what are you going to do? Well, it's still- you can do that without the wine. Yeah. But guys, you know, listen, don't feel guilty about having a good time without your kid. No, never feel no, guilty. Don't do it. Never feel guilty. Never at all. What are your tits and shits? Well, my tits are that I've been sick and so I have not been parenting as much. And when Luna was still here and Lee was still here and he was taking care of her while I was sick, she came up to me. It's so funny because I haven't really been sick around her. Right. She was so upset that I wasn't touching her. She was like so upset. like, what the fuck, mom? Why aren't you holding me? So she would do these like drive-bys where she would like drive by me and knew she wasn't supposed to touch me. So one of the drive-bys, she comes over and she's like, booga, booga, booga. (laughs) And I look and inside her nostril is one of those concrete green boogers that I picked out and then it attached on the other end was like the longest it was like attached up to her brain yeah so it was like hard on the edge and gooey on the inside and I pulled it out and her face it was like the most relief she's ever felt in her whole entire life and I just love that she says booger because she says it she says it the way a woman from Long Island says sugar and butter so she's like booger so guys in case you haven't been listening intently and lord knows you should be yeah why are uh, you we drop little easter eggs uh, every episode we have either sebastian or luna saying something cute in each episode so we'll have luna saying booga i just in picture luna in like a velour tracksuit with lee press on nails going like oh yeah i had a booga you know that's basically what it is yeah <laughs> that's good that's a, that's a good vibe um and my shits my shits are that for the 
last two weeks, my mom has been in grand jury duty for a real gnarly case. And it's like murder, right? Yeah, multiple murders. So Jesus she, Christ. first of all, it plagued her. My poor mom was having, was shook, as the kids say. I know you hate that word, but she was hashtag shook. I and mean, it is she, an effective word. It is. She was, she's been, she couldn't sleep, like, real bad. Ugh. And, because, you know, they have to look at evidence and yeah, stuff. Yeah, I like, don't want to ever stuff. be on the grand jury of anything like that. I feel like I'm made for that. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. My mom, I talk to my mom a lot. And so just getting a text in the morning saying on the way to court, Court, a text in the afternoon being like breaking for lunch and a short convo at the end of the night. If that, sometimes she would go to go home and go right to bed because she was so upset. Yeah. I just, I talked to my mom so much, like so much. I mean, amen, sister. That it, I really felt lonely. I started to have weird, I'm not going to tell the whole nightmare, but basically I had some weird fever nightmares about my mom moving us, divorcing my stepdad, getting into a relationship with a woman she met at a cookie <laughs> exchange party. And it was all very upsetting, not because she was in a relationship with a woman, mostly because she was moving us to Wildwood, New Jersey, which I don't know why we would move there. That's never a good and thing. That she was adopting out our dogs, who we love. And also that she met her new person at a cookie exchange party. Exactly. That all of that was good. so upsetting. And I think I was having those dreams because I was missing my mom and feeling like she was leaving me, like away from me. And then I had that weird fever dream. Aw, that's sad. Well, at least Linda's back. You can talk to her a zillion times again. Oh, we've already FaceTimed like three times today. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> and it's 120. Anyway, um, so. Funny, funny story. I FaceTimed with my mom while she was online to go in Sam's Club today. And let me tell you what a horrific sight that looked like. Oof, oof, oof. Yeah. Let's move on to our first segment. Um, Let's do it. We really don't want to focus on coronavirus too much. We're going to do this episode. We're going to kind of get it out of our system and hopefully not reference it again. If there's something that we think is like, we got to we gotta talk about this, then that's a whole other story. But we really want Momtourage to be a sanctuary and a happy place. With that being said, today's episode is going to focus on it. Our first segment is going to be kind of about how to proceed with your children in these times. In the interest of full disclosure, Neither Carrie nor I are doctors or nope. scientists. No, or anything of that kind. We we're are, lucky we made it through school. Honestly, I, mean, I can barely add. Okay, I can't tell left Math and right. Math is hard. <laughs> Math is hard. I love that that poor Barbie always comes back up. We're just doing our best, and like you, we're trying to weed through all of the news that's coming at us and really determine what's true and what's false. Again, this is also recorded on Sunday. This episode will air on Wednesday, and if the past four days are any indication, so much shit is going to change. Let's let's do the best that we can here. Okay, so first things first, children are very unlikely to get it unless they're immunocompromised, they have a pre-existing condition, but if you have a healthy child, they're pretty good. However, they can definitely be carriers. As we're finding out that all of us who seem to be healthy, you know, there is a shortage of tests, there is a shortage of doctors. The incubation period could be like three to 19, I'm just it's shouting like, out numbers, but it was like two to three 14. to, yeah, basically it was like, now we're in five months. Yeah. That's how it felt. That I know that's not real science, but in my mind it was like, oh, that's how it felt. Yeah. But long story short, we can all be carriers. So you don't want to bring your children around and probably yourself too. Anyone that's 60 plus, especially anyone immunocompromised with pre-existing conditions because you could be endangering them. This is why social distancing is so important because it's not just about keeping yourself healthy. It's about keeping 
everyone in the world healthy. No one alive has ever dealt with something like this. Is that not fucking terrifying? It is. It is. It's terrifying. Okay. It's terrifying. Moving on. <laughs> That's not helping, Ashley. I know. I'm sorry. I just, I think about it and I'm like, oh my God. Oh, anyway. So like social distance, guys. I live in New York right across the street from me as a park full of people going about their lives as if it was like a snow day. God, that the bars are pretty. Me. The bars are pretty filled. I mean, I get it. You need to support local businesses. See if there's another way you can do it. Buy a gift card. See if they're delivering. I, I'm all about delivery, local man. Bus- I'm all about supporting local businesses and really some places that didn't do delivery are doing it now because they're so worried. Uh, support local businesses. I understand that it's a very hard time for people that depend on paycheck to paycheck. But as best we can, we need to stop the fire before it goes to the next house, yep. so to speak. Yep. And if you can, really, really do social distance so that the the emergency people that need to be there can be there and be healthy and we're not taxing our hospitals. People can get where they need to go. So please really do that. And the situation is changing constantly. So stay, I mean, listen, I'm not telling you to be on social media, but when you no, can- social media is probably the, the worst thing to be on. <laughs> but you can call 311. I called 311 and it'll give you the up-to-date of what is closed, what isn't closed. It'll give you information about the virus, like what are the biggest symptoms, when- symptomatically, do you need to take it to the next step of going somewhere? On the social distancing, just one one more thing on the social distancing, I will be, to to shamelessly self-promote, I will be offering free online Facebook meditations every day. Oh, on Facebook? Yeah, on Facebook. I did one this morning. Free meditations every day on Facebook. They'll be on my page, Carrie Sotero, as well as you can get them live. I'm going to schedule them so that if you want to be there live, you can. Do you have a business page or is it your personal page? Just my regular page, Carrie Sotero. And then I'll be doing Zoom yoga classes and longer form meditations. I'll be getting that up and we'll put a link to that in show notes as well as on our website. And one of our good friends of the show, Kate, is doing Pilates. Yeah, so bum Pilates. You can, uh, I'm actually going to do a post on the Momtourage uh, stories, basically highlighting people who are doing different online services in this time. Because the thing is, yoga and meditation helps me with my anxiety and yeah. helps me from getting sick yeah. because anxiety makes you your immune system compromised. So still do those things. Just maybe take a break do for a second. Do them in your house. Exactly. That's it. And on that same note, the virus is estimated to survive on medical and glass, plastic, those kinds of surfaces for two hours to nine days. So we want to avoid things like gyms and playgrounds yes. because in New York City, they don't regularly clean the outdoor playgrounds. Definitely, we've already talked about indoor play spaces. They're, They're the worst. The worst. <laughs> anyway, so I wouldn't recommend going there. But your kids are going to need some fresh air. So take them outside in nature. Yeah. One-on-one. Take them to a park. Bicycle, scooter, hug a tree, play in the dirt. All those things are Any very ball healing activity. Like <laughs> like soccer. <laughs> Any ball kicking activity. Yes. Solo play. And get them, you know, nature is always really good for kids anyway, but it's the perfect time to do that one-on-one out in nature play. 
obviously you want to encourage hand washing as soon as they come inside and before and after meals. I also saw a really, really great video that Kristen Bell posted this morning. I saw that one. We will post that on our stories. In fact, I think I might even start a highlight reel that's like a coronavirus highlight reel just so you have all the all these things referenced in there, not to fear monger, but just so everything we're talking about is referenced. And in there, I'll put this video, but it basically is a good way to teach your children about the importance of hand washing. Or you could just go my route and make your child incredibly OCD and scared of <laughs> Dory Jones. Um, Dory, it's Dory it, Dory. Yeah, he, what did he see? It was like Mickey Mouse or something. He was like, oh, Mickey Dory. And I was like, okay, yeah. <laughs> sounds like he sounds like a fetish yeah, I know, guy. I know, and of course, like any equipment you use, wash it, wipe it down. Yeah, it's also a very good idea to cancel any parties or large gatherings. We know the NBA, the NHL, Major League Baseball, spring training, concerts. Billy every- Joel sold out Madison Square Garden. Run. Basically, everything but Lala Kent's wedding has been canceled at this point. <laughs> and you should probably do the same thing because, again. Social distance is going to keep us all safe. Guys, my birthday is coming up and I'm going to have to do like a We're Facebook gonna Live birthday. We're going to have to Zoom birthday drink. Or a Zoom Actually, drink for my birthday. Actually, that could be a really fun concept. I'm going to have a Zoom birthday. I'm going to have a Zoom birthday party. It's going to be That's a disaster. Like no of one's going to be able to talk, but. Of course, it's going to be great. That's how everything in my life is. No one can be able to talk because I talk too much. So it's fine. That's true. It's just like this podcast. I'm yes, kidding. I'm exactly. kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Maybe Lee will DJ. You guys can get because I, you know, anyway. That's great. Have Lee DJ. Everyone will just have like dance parties in their apartment. Oh, I, I think I it's love great. That. That's a great. That's idea. what we'll do because we have combined birthdays. So that's what we'll do. It's Matt and I too. That's so funny. So, listening audience, we will post it on. Yeah. Do you guys want to join Carrie's birthday too? Yeah. Let's do it. All right. We'll figure out a way to post that so everyone can get on it. The other thing, guys. You crazy doTERRA moms out there, for the love of God, do not make your own friggin' hand sanitizer. Firstly, hand sanitizer has been tested over the years for effectiveness, the correct ratio of this, that, and the other to one another. And also, children are getting burns on their hands from this shit. Listen, I'm a big hippie. I'm all like, you I'm know, very sustainable. I get it. But I, you are you're very sustainable. Okay. I only, Clorox wipes are kind of the antithesis of everything I believe in and I am would blow somebody to get my Listen. hands on some wipes right now. <laughs> You're like the guy from uh, Fire Festival. Yes. I am literally that guy. I would blow somebody for wipes. And if anybody approaches me on that, don't do it because I'm not going to follow through. <laughs> Got some wipes here. <laughs> I mean, I quickly went from green puracy table spray to hardcore hospital yeah. Clorox. <laughs> I cleaned my nose with a Clorox wipe the other I day. I know, guys, out of don't sheer do that. Panic. Don't, don't do that. Do That's it. a terrible idea. A horrible, horrible, horrible idea. But I had dirty hands and I scratched my nose and I panicked like a motherfucker and was like, oh, gotta get rid of the germs. So that's what I did. I did clip my fingernails very short because I'm like, germs hide onto fingernails. I'm doing that today. Anyway, yeah, don't do not do the homemade stuff. And do not take your child to a hospital if they're demonstrating mild cold or flu symptoms. In these situations, always call your doctor first. Corona symptoms can include fever, dry cough, or shortness of breath. If your child has other symptoms like mild fever, runny nose, or sore throat, you should call your pediatrician first before going anywhere. From what we know so far, runny noses, which are near constant among preschoolers, kids in general. That green booger life. 
Boga. They are rarely a symptom of infection with the new coronavirus, but sore throats sometimes are. And when I was throwing up the other day, I know TMI, it's only a 5% coronavirus thing. So it's not one of the big ones. Well, the, the consistent diarrhea I've had is also like a 5% thing. And I'm almost positive that's all the bullshit food I've been eating to like eat my feelings. Or the anxiety. Okay, so right now we need to keep those hospitals clear for the critically ill people. And if your child develops severe symptoms like trouble breathing, inability to eat or drink, or change in behavior, then please go ahead, call your doctor, visit the ER, do what you need to do. And unless your child has had a history of direct contact with someone who has tested positive for the disease, has traveled to an affected area, or is sick enough to be in the hospital, they are unlikely to be tested. There aren't enough tests. I also want to say this. My husband and I came up with a plan this morning. We decided we know where the nearest kids' emergency room is, and that would be if we have to take Sebastian to the emergency again for something like the one time he shoved fluoride tablet up his nose. We <laughs> we now know we are now planning on taking him to the children's hospital where beds are likely to be less occupied. The other thing is taking your kid to the hospital when they don't have coronavirus out of panic. There are sick people there, and you are now exposing yourself and them to that. So try to put the anxiety aside and keep things in check. And avoid all public transportation, which that's Ashley, a big old I've been duh. trying to do for years. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> duh. That's my response to that. I want to do that anyway. Yeah, I know. And beyond washing hands regularly, you should be washing your bed sheets and your towels more often, as well as stuffed animals. And you should also be cleaning your hard toys with wipes, especially after outdoor use. Also, good news, children with asthma, there haven't been any indication that that increases your risk. Those are pretty much all of our tips. The things that that have come out up until now. You know, heed those warnings. Again, inform yourself. Try to do your best to only turn to reliable news sources, things that are written by doctors. Ashley, so basically only tune into reliable news sources. That means you should have skipped everything we just told you. Right, so not us. So disregard everything we just said. (laughs) Carrie, you know I'm not... um, super into working out or anything, but I think my mental health could use a little yoga, but I don't want to leave my house now. Yeah, yoga has saved my mental health time and time again. I totally feel you. I'm not actually teaching any public classes right now, so I think that you should do an online yoga class, either with me or with somebody else. I love that. You're going to be teaching, right? Yes, I'll be teaching uh, meditations on Facebook and Facebook Live and then doing some Zoom classes. What do I need for yoga? Do I need to buy a mat? I mean, you You can definitely do yoga just on your floor or your carpet, but doing yoga on a mat is way more comfortable. I really like my white wave yoga mat. It's PVC free, which is really important to me for the environment. It's machine washable, which hello, in this time, machine washable is really important. And it has a super interesting towel-like surface. It's super soft and it absorbs your hand and foot sweat that also makes it hard for you to sometimes stay sticking on your mat. One of my favorite things though is I put a little water where my hands and my feet would go and I stick immediately right at the beginning of my practice. I really like it. As the Howie Mandel in our relationship, you had me at machine washable. Oh God, it's so good. It's super luxury. It's eco-conscious. And the pattern that I have is called Sea of Cortez. Oh my God, it's so pretty. It makes me feel like I'm on a beach somewhere so much nicer than here. (laughs) Just straight relaxing. Free of all craziness. 
Exactly. So you obviously can borrow mine when I see you again out of this quarantine, or you can go online to Amazon. Amazon Prime has the White Wave Yoga Mat, and you can also find them on Instagram at White Wave Yoga or go to their website, www.whitewaveyoga.com. No, thank All right, guys, we're on to something a little bit more fun. We are doing hot goss, COVID edition. So obviously, we're going to be home a lot. If you're like me, you turn to television like nobody's business. I actually asked some of our followers, what are you guys binging right now during all of this? We got a lot of Love is Blind. Oh, yes, um, yes. Which is perfect because that's what we want to talk about. Um, Somebody said, Hans Pants said, Supernatural, it has a thousand seasons and two smoking leads. I can confirm, I think there's one smoking lead, but that's enough for me. Got it. I've never watched that one. Me neither. I just think that one guy, Jensen Ackles or whatever, he's smoke show. Um, <laughs> smoke show? I've never he, heard that. I've never heard that? That's no, but I'm show. old. <laughs> um, April Chick 20 says, Homeland and lots of family movies. Hey, girl. Maj 519 says, The Stranger? What's The Stranger? Oh, I don't know what The Stranger is. And it says, A web of secrets says, Family man, Adam Price on a desperate quest to discover the truth about the people closest to him. Hmm. Ooh, that sounds like my kind of movie. Yeah, that sounds like something you be into. We also have um, Jesse FH5 says Killing Eve 2, Hunters, Outlander, and Frozen 2. For those of you who don't know, Disney Plus did an early release of Frozen 2 on the Disney Plus app. So Sebastian and I will be watching that because he loves Olaf and Sven. I love Killing Eve. I love both Do you? seasons. So good. It looks pretty good. Um, my it's mom good. would go to bat for Outlander. She loves that show. Early on, I stopped watching it because I thought, oh, there's not enough sex. And I told my mom that and she was like, oh, you definitely gave up too soon. (laughs) It's like, so I did, mom. But we really, really want to talk about Love is Blind because I think this is the first show that we're both equally as obsessed with. I know. I was a little late. Both of us were kind of late to the game-ish. Yes. Yeah. I'm going to pull up my Love is Blind real quick character names uh, because oh, that's good. the other three times that we've recorded this. <laughs> oh my God. At least we've only done this part one other time. Right. Where should we start? Well, let's start by giving a brief synopsis of what the show is. For those of you, because somebody did actually ask, should I watch Love is Blind? Short answer is yes, you should. Let me give you a synopsis and then I'll give you an opinion. How's that? Um, So basically, Love is Blind is a social experiment where they test heterosexual people in if they could fall in love without ever seeing a person. So basically, and the reason it's heterosexual is basically because they have men separated into one house, women separated into another house, and every day they spend their days in these pods. They're separated by like a thin piece of something where they can't see through it, but they talk and they date through that. And they all date each other until they basically are like, oh, I kind of just want to talk to this person or I only want to talk to these two people. From there, somebody finds a connection. They then propose. Then the next day, they finally get to see each other, which every single time they saw each other, it ended in a kiss and a hug and people are like, ooh, yeah. I'm Crying. Yes, yeah. totally. Uh, they get their engagement ring, whatever. Then from there, the people who were engaged flew to Mexico. They had some time, like basically like a pre-honeymoon where they got to physically see each other and I guess really explore the sexual part of their relationship. The in-person. Yeah, Well, yeah. some of them explored the sexual. Some of them chose not to do that. So, yeah, some of them did not fornicate. Then from there, they went back to Atlanta. They moved 
into each other in these like pre-furnished. They move in with each other. Apartments in, move into each other. Did I say into? Said. They move in with each other, and then they. Get I mean, married. some of them moved into each other as well. Yes. 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 What What is your opinion of it? What did you think of the show? So. I was not done with the first episode. It took me a little while to get into it. Lee and I turned off that first episode. We're like, oh God, this is so cheesy. Yeah. But I was surprised at one, I mean, it's reality television. So there's so much fun, juicy, drunk people doing things that you're just like, oh, this is so bad. It really makes me wonder why I'm not on a reality show yet. You know, I am wondering that same thing, Ashley. Because I'm juicy and drunk so often. You would be great on a reality show. I would be show. perfect you for a reality so show. You would be so good on a reality show. Yeah. But uh, it was really surprising. I was rooting for Lauren and Cameron. I love them so much. I love her specifically. She was like so lovely. And he seems like such a sweetie too. Yeah, and he's so cute. I like a nerdy guy. I Me love too. A, a nerdy cute scientist who raps. I think he has a thing for black ladies too. I loved how Lauren's dad, who she was really worried about bringing a white boy home to, yes. was just really lovely. Like he just obviously loves his daughter. He wanted to well, state the obvious. He wanted to state the obvious. Like, do, do you think this is going to be an issue? Have you ever been around the black community? But then he was like, as long as my daughter is happy and you make her happy and you treat her well, then you're okay with me. Yeah, I mean, I was going to correct you saying that he was really lovely. He wasn't not lovely, but he he definitely like gave him the rundown. But yeah, no, I mean, I think that's I think every father should do that. I see. I think every father whose daughter is marrying someone she's known for a week or anyone. In all honesty, I see nothing wrong with it. I really don't. I think he was really nice, and I think he saw that this guy was like well intentioned. Unless my picker is off, as Patty Stanger would say, but he seems like so. Cameron seems so nice and so genuinely like into her and such a sweet, well-intentioned person that I think it was hard to kind of like not see that, you know? Should we talk about Mark and Jessica and Jessica and Barnett and Barnett and... Let's intro the threesome part of it first. Okay, okay. So firstly, there's a guy named Barnett and Barnett was talking to three girls, Jessica and Amber. The third girl is irrelevant. She was out of it. She's out. Mm-hmm. Basically, he was talking to Jessica who says she is my age. We won't get into that. She looks past. Um, my age. She definitely does. She also has maybe the craziest eyes of anyone I've so ever crazy. seen. And also potentially a drinking problem. She had one on the show. Yeah, she. We, we can't speak to her life outside of the show, but on the show she demonstrated that perhaps that is the case. So Barnett got really close to Amber and really close to Jessica and then told Jessica, I'm I might propose to you tomorrow, right? Didn't he say yes, something essential, yes. essentially like that? Yeah. And she got really excited. She was also talking to this guy, Mark, who's 10 years younger than her. It ended up being a big clusterfuck. He did not end up going with Jessica. He ended up going with Amber, who... Who has some big old titties. Big old tatties. That big, she purchased, I think, and is loving. She loves I her can, purchased boobies. I would be willing to bet that she purchased those boobies boobies. And they look fantastic, truly. I mean, she looks like all the girls that I would want to hook up with on spring break. I mean, she is a poster child for spring break. 
I would say. In fact, the few times I went on spring break, I would say she was probably the page I tore out of the magazine and went to a store and was like, I want to look like this. Exactly. Exactly. Um, what I really like about her, though, is that she is really in your face. Yes. Like, in the be- beginning of the show, and we talked about this, she was kind of annoyingly so. Yes. Like, I was like, ew, so I did not like her at first. I was like, I'm not into you. But then, after they got out of the pods, which is mm-hmm. what they call the little isolation booths. Which is how we're all going to be dating during coronavirus. Exactly. In the pods, she was so annoying. But out of the pods, in reality, I really found her up front, her in-your-face, refreshing. And it reminds me of me, frankly. <laughs> I, I'm going to be honest. I still kind of found her annoying out of the pods. However, he came from this like family I did not expect him to come from. That was like well-to-do and all this other stuff. Obviously, wore, my love is not blind. Let me just tell you, he wore a flannel shirt to his bachelorette party. I did not expect him to be from a wealthy family. I was like, he this was boy like is a redneck. Guy, he was wearing like cargo shorts throughout the entire pod dating thing. Like, I understand they can't see you, but you are on television, sir. Anyway. What are in those pockets? I want to say that to everyone who wears a like, cargo shorts. What are you, what are you What's in your, Why do you need so many pockets? There better be a mini Bible in there, for God's sake. <laughs> um, and a mini Jack Daniels from... <laughs> yeah, yeah. He comes from this very well-to-do family that's frankly very judgmental. Yes. Um, And although they may not ever say it other than Barnett's brother, you can read on their face they are judgmental as fuck and they do not like Amber. And you know what? Amber really won me over when she was no shrinking Violet. She was still herself. She's still, and, and very respectful and very nice. And she did tone it down to a somewhat respectful place, but she was still her. I think she really won me over at that point. I also really like, she was really worried about Barnett meeting her family because she's not as well off. Right. And when they first introed that segment and he said, I can see that Amber is from a not so great part of town. I first hated him. I was like, how dare you? But the way he said that it was okay and that he accepted it, I was happy that he wasn't too judgy of her on that. Yeah. Thought it was going to go to a bad place, but. Finances are going to be an issue for them. Big time. I think on the reunion show, she said she got a cocktail waitressing job. I mean, I looked at her Instagram account. I looked at every everyone's Instagram account. I'm going to follow them. Yeah. Oh, I'm not. I didn't follow any of them, but I did look. It's a great way to spend my quarantine, frankly. It really is. I go into so many Instagram wormholes based off of reality TV. It's the saddest thing. So tell me what you found. So she used to be a waitress Mm -hmm. or I think a bartender. I don't know. Whatever. She would clean up as a bartender. Are you kidding? I think that's what she did. And I think she did clean up. And she was also a bikini model in the same way that Wow was a bikini model pre-Jersey Shore. And Maddie was a bikini model. Right. It's in the non-El McPherson way. Right. Not quite. More like an on a motorcycle bikini model. And for anyone who didn't know what Maddie I was talking about, it's Maddie from Party Down South and previously Floribama Shore and The Challenge. That's a real, that's like when you really get into reality TV and you're a real junkie like me. And let's go back to Jessica. Jessica who feeds wine to her dog because her dog (laughs) likes wine. (laughs) <laughs> my favorite was when she turns to him and she goes she really likes wine <laughs> we'll get more into that we'll get more into that wine thing in a bit but uh, I, want, I want to touch back on that that was but so good yes poor Mark I actually like Mark I kept thinking the whole like entire time nice guy. I kept saying the whole entire time Jessica kept harping on him being young and being young I was like girl you are acting like a 20 year old POS and he is 24 and acting like a grown ass man he actually is showing you up because
because he is not acting young at all. He is acting like a grown ass man. You, however, are acting like a child. It's very evident that she had a real issue. Firstly, she clearly wasn't attracted to him in any way, which like, that's okay. How many unattractive guys have you dated? I've dated many guys. Most of them. Just kidding. (laughs) Sorry, guys. No, I've dated some and some good ones. None of my exes are listening to this. So y'all were ugly. Um, (laughs) she, She was very clearly not attracted to him and very clearly really was hung up on this age thing. It was irresponsible, I think, of her to continue this on. This poor girl has probably gotten such a reaming from the public. What did she say on the reunion? She went home to Chicago for a while. She went home to Chicago to get some things straight. Yeah, which we think is rehab. Yeah, and then she is living in Los Angeles, which is a poor choice, Jessica. Horrible choice. This is a horrible choice for you, Jessica. Oh, goodness. She must be, she's trying to spin it into something else, which like good for her. Yeah, but that's not, it's not a great way. Los Angeles is not the place to go when you just got to rehab or wherever, whatever you went to go fix yourself up. It's just not, it's not great. not in any way. Let's talk about Giannina and what's his face. Damien. 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 He does, he does does look like Damien. He looks like the child Damien. Damien, yes. Oh my God. First of all, she looks like a Kardashian. Yes. But in a good way. I think she's really pretty. She is really pretty, but she definitely has a Kardashian look about her being like dark skinned and light haired. He is a killer. He is definitely, uh, (laughs) he has. (laughs) Carrie's convinced that Damien is a serial killer. (laughs) Listen, I am obsessed with serial killer stuff. My sister and I watch a lot of, (laughs) that is the look of a man dead behind the eyes. He is dead behind the eyes. It was like he, he was also either, seems like he has real rage issues that he just like very much bottles up. Again, serial killer. Yeah, Hello. Yeah. Also, yeah. we never saw his parents because his parents wouldn't meet her. Valid so, point. So again, that's a serial killer situation right there. He probably has some mommy <laughs> issues. I'm telling you. You might be right. You were painting a very good argument for this. If he had a head injury early on in his childhood, definitely. Oh, is killer. that a thing? Yeah. Wetting the bed or head injury to the back of the head at a young age. Mommy and daddy issues. Dead behind the eyes. Oh. Yeah. Oh, my God. What if you're right? And then torturing animals. Should we write Giannina a a letter or something? Like, DM (laughs) her? We're going to DM her be like, does he have any head injuries? But what is this bedwetting situation? Listen, we need you to ask some questions. And if he answers yes to any of them, run! We need a safe word. We'll help you. We'll help you. (laughs) Anyway, their relationship was crazy. Yeah. Yeah, very crazy. But very volatile. And evidently they're still dating from the reunion show. Maybe she's into it. I think she's spicy. She's into it. Of course she's into it. Oh my God. I used to fight like Giannina. And he's into it because he's gonna kill her. (laughs) Terrible. Well, I don't know if he's actually into it or he just thinks she's like super beautiful. Which she is. Which she is. Yeah. Guys definitely love a crazy girl. I was that crazy girl for a little while. Who wasn't? We were all yeah. that crazy girl at one point. And I got so much dick during that time. Yeah, uh, very much. Or at least <laughs> Hope like you're listening, mom and dad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> lots of Hope dates. Hope you're listening. I got a lot of dick when I was crazy. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. It's a family show. My whole uh, entire yeah, family yeah. supports the show. We need to talk about Carlton right. and Diamond. Diamond, yes. Yes. Well, this is unfortunate. This one was unfortunate because yeah. I feel for Carlton because being anything than hetero in the black community for a man is tricky. I mean, being anything than hetero is 
still tricky. And he is a bi black man. And so what happened with him was he chose Diamond and he didn't tell her he was bi until the like pre-honeymoon Mexico situation. And then he told her with a little bit of a chip on his shoulder because he probably has had some bad experiences. Although he kept saying no one has ever had a problem with it. But nobody acts like that. He set her up, set up her reaction before he even told her. Also, if he kept saying none of the girls I've ever dated have had a problem with this, his reaction does not denote that. Someone obviously had a problem with it or else he wouldn't have had such a chip on his shoulder. There was just a lot about him that was very contradictory and like didn't make a lot of sense and he was all over. And and he called her a bitch when they had that falling out. So, So what happened was he told her and she just simply said, listen, I'm gonna need a little bit of time to pray on this because she said that a lot. Pray on this and think on this because this is not what I originally signed up for. I want to make sure that you are only interested in me and all that stuff. And then he went from her basically saying, I just need to think about it. We need to talk about it some more. Right. To calling her a bitch, to saying her wig was on crooked and just being really disrespectful to her. Yeah. He handled it very, very poorly. And of course, she retaliated because he acted ridiculous about the entire She was like, situation. I'm not going to be disrespected by someone who's my fiancé. Yeah. Or anybody. It was just bad. He did apologize, thankfully. On the ring show, yep. And gave yeah. her her ring back. Okay. Then there's like the boring couple, which was... Like I'm um, bored even talking about them. Kenny and what's-her-face. Kenny and what's-her-face. They didn't have sex. She obviously doesn't like gingers. She's now dating her best friend who was at the wedding that didn't happen. <laughs> so weird. She definitely has some things with sex that were happening before it that had nothing to do with him. Yeah. That shit need to be handled. I'm so bored. I, I'm already bored with myself. They, Let's they both seem nice enough. Bored to tears. Don't care. We're don't done. We're done. Talk. Anyway, let's talk about... Nicholas. Shay, obviously. Obviously. So I didn't pick up on this, but okay. Ashley, you tell me about this. So my least favorite part about this show is the fact that Nick Lachey hosted it. It was Nick and Vanessa Lachey, and they walk in on the first episode, and she goes, hi, everybody. I'm Vanessa Lachey. And he goes, and I'm Nick Lachey, obviously. And I was just like, obviously? What the fuck? Do you think you are such a big star these days, Nick Lachey? Like, you're barely even on this fucking show. I could not. And then he made it a joke at the reunion. They did it again. And she goes, I'm Vanessa Lachey. And he goes, I'm Nick Lachey. Obviously. I just still didn't pick up on it. My favorite thing Ugh. is since we have recorded this episode more than once, you said you were watching with your dad, which I love that you and your dad were just sitting down to watch a little My mom was there too. Yeah. I mean, just in general, I love yeah. it. And your dad was like, Nick Lachey, obviously. Yeah. That I love that your dad said that. <laughs> well, my dad is as much of a jerk about things like that as I am sometimes. <laughs> That's where you get it from. Yeah. I think we should start the show now saying, I'm Carrie Sotero, obviously. And I'm, yeah. I'm Ashley Heron Smith, obviously. Because like, we're so famous. Oh my God. And Nick Lachey, you will never be as famous as your ex wife. Never. Whose, whose book, P.S., one of our listeners, Ariel Doxy, said that she really wants us to have a book club, a, a Montage book club, <sighs> and to read it. As much as I want to do that, I don't want to have to read books. <laughs> you could audiobook it. I'll do I'll do audiobooks. That's we great. We can do a book club with you audiobooking it. Okay, that's fine. Then do you think she... As long as every book said is she, an audiobook opportunity. Do you think she's going to read her own audiobook? Yeah, she is. Who? Jessica, Jessica Simpson? Simpson. Yeah. Okay, 
I don't know if this ever made it to air. I don't remember. Um, it did But she did a town hall with Andy Cohen, and he asked her to read a paragraph, and she could barely read it. And I'm not trying to make fun of Jessica Simpson, because I am a Jessica Simpson fan. I'm not saying she's illiterate. What I'm trying to allude is the bitch didn't write her own book. But do you think she's going to read it on the audiobook? Of course she's going to. Re- oh, yeah, she did. I think. Now, before we start that, I want to talk about the gold goblets. Yes. You're obsessed. I'm obsessed. I love so it. You and I love f- anything gold. What the fuck with the gold goblets? The only time we see them drinking alcohol out of glasses is when, as I said before, Jessica feeds her dog wine because the dog likes it. And I think it was in glass because we wanted to see the dog was actually drinking white wine. And then when Gia no, was at her house. Yeah, but even when they were at their real houses, they still had them out of glasses. Are you sure about that? Yeah. Then Gia Nina, because when we were at Barnett's house, they were drinking and they had the glasses. So then when Gia Nina and her serial Giannina. killer. The only other time is when they were in Mexico and he had that private chef come for their date where they were mm. going to have sex and they drank out of glass champagne glasses. And that was when she said, first time she said, I love you, but she said, I love you to the chef first. Yes. <laughs> Which well, I think is really telling. I, I mean, I would also say I love I'm like, to I the love chef food. First. Yes, exactly. How long until they have Love is Blind branded gold goblets? If they don't have it already, it's a missed opportunity. I mean, honestly. Love is Blind, if you haven't done that yet, reach out. We'll help you. <laughs> so Heather McDonald, stand-up comedian. M- most of us knew of her from the Chelsea Handler show. Right. And she has like a, a podcast that's all about like Bravo-y stuff. So she was on a plane with Damien, I think. Yes. Uh, no, a friend of hers was on okay, a play, on with, a plane on with, a plane with Damien. Yeah. And she got some inside, inside, inside scoop. And Ashley, I sent this text to Ashley. So Ashley will give you some of the better So here details. are some of the things. Damien said that they were not allowed to speak to each other for three days prior to the wedding. Jessica is more normal than she appears. God bless. <laughs> Which actually, I think that's great hot goss. He and Cameron are still BFFs, and he and Giannina are still together. He said that Jessica is actually like a lot more relatable than she comes off on the show, which is very, very interesting to me. Because she does not come across relatable to me, although I do know a lot of girls like her and decided not to be their friends anymore, so yeah. that's relatable. Yes, amen. All of the rings, all of the engagement rings were fake unless the person decided to buy a real one. That's a fun tidbit because I assumed production paid for everything and this is one of the things we touched on yesterday. Also, I need to know, did they have to pay for these weddings? Because Amber talks about having to pay for this wedding dress and I'm just like, ew, you had to pay for this wedding dress that everyone had to go to the same place to get the damn wedding dresses and you might not actually get married? Right. I can't imagine that they had to pay for it. I think they did. I mean, I thought, oh, okay, production definitely paid for it, but now I don't think that's the case. Now I think that they actually did. Yeah, because at least The Bachelor, you get the Neil Lane ring and then if the engagement ends, there's like, you know, some period of time or whatever. We're going to try to do a deeper dive into this and figure out because I really need to know. I have some hot goss about Heather McDonald. Oh, tell it? us. Yeah. Um, so she, I was at BravoCon covering BravoCon for Scary Mommy. She was there. I saw her throughout the three days constantly in this red blazer. Every single day she wore the red blazer. And like red is definitely a standout color. She took every opportunity to stand out and like have people know who Heather McDonald was. She would walk into the press line with Real Housewives. Like she was very, she wanted to be known. She was working it. And 
you know what? Amen to her. Like, yeah. that's how you get your podcast listened to. That's how you become more of a host and a personality. I totally get it. So on the last night at Luann's Cabaret, which was a hot mess, and I'm happy to talk about it for anyone who wants to know, she was there, and myself and my husband and my publicist friend were standing in the back, and she walks past, and I'm tipsy enough where I decide I'm going to talk to Heather McDonald. I go up to her, and I go, I just want you to know you are the hardest-working bitch in all of BravoCon. And for me, that was like the ultimate compliment. You know what I mean? Like if somebody said to me, girl, I respect your fucking hustle. I would be like, thank you so much. And that's what I was trying to communicate. She didn't take it that way. (laughs) She looked at me like I just said she was ugly. It was very weird. But I'm not going to hold She knew how to her. work it. Unlike you and me, when we do red carpet events, we're like, you go talk. No, you go talk. Yeah, we're like you freaking violets. We're like, Ugh. I whisper when it's quiet on the red carpet. I'm like, I don't want to stand out. I'm going to talk quiet now. This bitch was pushing herself into everything. Which is and what I you have to do. Exactly. Exactly. So, you know, Heather McDonald, do the right thing. That's why you guys have never heard of our podcast. <laughs> Just kidding. You're listening. Except for the ones listening. <laughs> Hashtag swag bag. All right, I'll go first. Hashtag swag bag. You guys know these are obsessions, the things we would actually put in a swag bag for all of you. Mine this week, I got to do it. Clorox wipes. Clorox wipes. I got to do it. Reach out. Do the right thing. Reach out. Do the right thing because you know what? I need you and I can't find you anywhere. So also I want to say if anyone is listening and lives somewhere where Clorox wipes are not sold out, please DM us. I will send you an address and I will Venmo you to send me Clorox wipes, please. And hand sanitizer. I just want it to be known, Clorox, that I've been shouting you out before this. True. Amen. Do the right thing. I've been using you to clean up shit from the beginning of time. (laughs) And Ashley thinks that you need to come up with a Kleenex brand. Evidently. I do. You can pay her for the royalties for that invention. Again, we are inventors. We are the idea people here. Agreed. What's your hashtag swag bag? I'm going to go on the same token and say the Munchkin and Arm and Hammer collab mm. that is the pacifier wipe for the kids. Collab. No. <laughs> <laughs> that hot collab of Munchkin and Arm and Hammer. That hot drop. <laughs> now, it's not coronavirus safe, but you also probably don't want to put Clorox directly into your kid's mouth. So what I like about this is maybe you Clorox wipe, then Arm and Hammer wipe. I'm not a scientist. Don't really listen to me. But before coronavirus, anytime any of my child's things would fall on the floor that she puts in her mouth, I would wipe them with these Munchkin Same, Arm and Hammer I did collab. Too. Every time yeah. you say collab, I laugh so hard. <laughs> That's why I keep saying it. I'm a big fan. The only problem is... Uh, you have to be careful because if you use it a lot, the flap doesn't close very well and those ones dry out pretty quickly. You are actually very, I did notice that. What I've been doing is I've been putting them in an eco zip bag so that if I don't have it go down, there still is a little less chance of drying out. But they need to work on that latch a little bit because they do dry out. Although I have reactivated them with like bottled water just a little bit and it, it works. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if scientifically it works, but it seems to moisten up. Moist, moist. For all those, uh, what is that called? ASMR. Moist, moist. (laughs) It's a little bonus. Because, you know, ASMR is supposed to make you relax. So maybe we need to do a 100% ASMR episode. Anyway, guys, stay safe. We're going to try to keep creating content for you to distract yourselves. We'll try our best not to harp on coronavirus. Okay, that's our show today, folks. Thank you so much for giving us a listen. Please do not forget to rate, review, and subscribe. We are out here on our own, and these things really, really matter. We want to hear from you. Tell us what you want to hear. 
email us at momtouragepod at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram at momtouragepodcast to hang out with us all week long. We are here for you. You are not alone. We got you. So go ahead, girl. Know this posse is behind you and go slay. Momtourage is written and produced by Ashley Heron-Smith and Terry Sotero. Recorded and mixed by Lee Mars. Our theme song, MILF, is by the band Mama Drama. You can find them on Instagram at mamadramaband or mamadramaband.com. the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.